Project Upgrade. Today is a very exciting day because we have an announcement. And that exciting announcement is, is that Project Upgrade is no longer just one person, aka me. It is now two people. That was not my voice, that was Miss Zara. Hello, Miss Zara. Hello, Miss. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm good. For those who follow me on Instagram and Wixvid and everything, you may know who Miss Zara is. She is actually my PA for Wixvid, aren't you, Miss? I am Miss. Yes. We call each other Miss all the time, so. It's a thing. Just bear with it. Yep, it's fine. <laughs> and basically, last week, um, I went to record a podcast and I was sick of hearing my own voice and talking to a microphone. And so I messaged Miss Zara and I was like, hey, what do you reckon about joining Project Upgrade? And she was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yes. We have very interesting conversations whenever we hang out. Yeah. Um, and like to the point that we talk for hours on end about the same topic. Yep. <laughs> we do. It just goes around. <laughs> And then we go, oh crap, we probably should start some work now. So then we were like, yeah. oh, let's do the podcast together. So, yes. So now you all get to listen to our conversations for hours on end. Lucky them. Oh, so exciting for them. So, yes, Miss Zara is now a part of Project Upgrade. It is now Samantha and Zara's podcast. Hee <laughs> hee. Love that. You're welcome. <laughs> but, Miss Zara, how about you tell us a bit about yourself before we get into today's topic? Oh. Got you on the spot there, didn't I? Yes. I, wasn't <laughs> I didn't prepare answers. Oh, no. Um, okay. Uh, I'm an admin officer at, um, at a company. I'm not going to tell you which one. Um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> uh, yes. And then I help you. And I've been part of Wixfit as a client <laughs> since January of this year, which is very exciting. Yes. And Miss Zara has made amazing progress. Since oh, thank you, end. Miss. That's you so nice. know you have. Yes, I know, but it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am a flick hair. <laughs> um, and I am a dog mum to Mr. Flinny Bow Baggins, who they've been surprisingly quiet. I think they're sitting at the door. I can see, like, their feet. Oh. Yeah. The dogs are outside, by the way. Yes. Both Mr. Ollikins and Mr. Flinny are currently outside the door, so if you hear them... So, <laughs> during this episode, we apologize in advance. I'm getting married next year, which is very exciting. Miss is actually doing a wed shred very soon. Hell so yeah. Soon. Very yes. excited to see that. Yes. Um, but yes. That's it? That's it. Nothing more? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I was like, do I have it? Do you know something I don't? I don't think so. No. Mm. So Zara and I actually met through our boyfriends. Yeah. Originally my boyfriend. And then you yeah. started dating... Jordan's friend. Zach. Yes. <laughs> Jordan and I were sort of friends in high school, but sort of, yeah, we were sort of friends. Acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a better word. Over time, once Zara and Zach started dating, then we became friends. Yeah. That's how that worked. And then Zara joined Wixfit, and then I was like, hey, want a job? <laughs> <laughs> want to help me do admin things? And I was like, absolutely. Because at the time, it was literally just me, but I was working for F45 and mm. I was struggling so hard to do the admin, the clientele, everything. Cause I was, I think I had what, 50 clients at that point. Yeah. You had 50. Or just up. I think you had 50. Yeah. And I was just really struggling and I was explaining to Zara, oh, it would just be great to have someone to help. And then I was like, wait, yeah, Miss Zara, would you like a job? Because you were comp prepping. Yeah. You were comp prepping, right. doing all of Wixfit by yourself and managing F and F45 all at once. Yeah. 
Look, I Can we all just address that that was just, that probably wasn't a fun time for you. And I had a podcast and yeah, Instagram. And Instagram. And YouTube. Yeah. Oh my God, you were YouTubing yeah, all that time. because I was vlogging every day during comp prep. Why did you do that? I don't know. Why did you do that to yourself? Oh my God. I think that's why I stayed away from YouTube and podcasting for so long. Because you just overworked yourself. Yeah, I was yeah. just so burnt out. And like, honestly, after studying film, I remember when I finished studying, I did not touch YouTube for like a year because I was so yeah. sick and tired of recording and editing and just all of those things. And I only really just started to enjoy that again. Oh, yeah. So I guess like, that makes sense. Yeah. Though. Right. But we're back now. Love that for us. And <laughs> now with you, Bizarra. Today we are going to dive deep, 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 deep. In Way the deep. deep. Yeah, really. Probably too deep for our first episode together. But yeah. the reason that we wanted to do it for our first episode is because this is actually a very big topic in Wixfit at the moment with check-ins. And I was saying to Zara that literally I had six check-ins in a row this week where it was all about emotional eating, binge eating. So this is a trigger warning to anyone who does struggle with this. If mm-hmm. you do not wish to listen about binge eating, emotional eating, yeah. anything like that, maybe don't listen to this episode because we are going to dive deep into that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yes. Yeah, so this week in Wixfit, it's, it's really weird how it's all happening at once, but literally mm. six clients in a row yesterday were speaking about emotional eating binge eating and like yes they're all in lockdown some of them aren't in lockdown some of them just had like you know some bad news throughout the week yeah a bad week yeah but it was just really interesting that it all happened at the same time yeah that's interesting i i think it's i think then that makes people feel a little less alone Mm. because like you said you had just six clients who Mm. had this going on this week so you're never alone you're never the only person who has to go through this and, I mean, I went through not as bad as some, but I did go through, like, a little binge eating patch post-show. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like... Like, I don't want to title it binge eating because it wasn't. But then again, it was. Yeah, it was that, like, fine line of the... T- yeah, yeah right. and I remember catching myself on it after, like, the second time, and I was like, no, like, this cannot become a thing. Yeah. And I put steps in place, and, you know, we'll dive deep into that in a second. But, yeah. you know... I remember going through that thinking that I was the only one struggling with yeah. the post show, but then all these other people came out, you know, months later saying, Oh no, like I'm struggling with binge eating too. And it was just really insightful to see, Holy crap. Like a lot of people actually struggle with this and no one actually speaks about it. No. Like I feel as if if you look it up online, no one's going to go on YouTube and talk about it. Like it's almost like embarrassing. It's a taboo subject almost. Yeah. And it's not embarrassing. It's not, I think a lot of people, experience binge eating to some extent and some people it is that unfortunately they do really clinically suffer from binge eating and Mm. other people walk that fine line Mm. um but yeah I think a lot of people suffer from it and not enough people do talk about it Mm. and make it a little more normal so then people don't feel as it's nothing to be ashamed about it's nothing to be like, oh, I can't talk about this with my friends. I think you should talk about it with your friends. 100%. And yeah. be like, hey, this happened this week and I just couldn't stop eating mm-hmm. until I felt physically ill. I think that's something you should talk to your friends about so that yeah. you know that you have that support system around you. Have you ever experienced binge eating or emotional eating before? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. 
I've told you before, in like year 12, I was oh, very, yeah. very restrictive on eating. Like I would restrict, 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 exercise like five hours a day. But then it would obviously, when you restrict so hard and you under eat so much for so long, it gets to a point where your brain's just like, I need food, like yeah, right now. Exactly. And that's exactly what my brain did after show. Yeah. Similar thing. It was restricting because yep. obviously comp prep. But then suddenly it was like, oh my God, I need this food now. Like, what am I going to do? I'm never going to get this food again. Like, yeah. I was almost, I think I told you about this. Like, yeah. I was almost scared that I was never going to be able to eat that food again because yep. I was like, I'm going to go back into a reverse diet. It's going to be all restrictive again. And I was scared. I was scared yeah. that I couldn't have a donut ever again. So I'd eat a whole thing. So you thing eat the whole thing. Cream. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. But yeah, I did that too. Like you'd restrict for so long and over-exercise for so long. And then you'd be so hungry that I would eat and eat and eat and eat. And then I would feel physically sick mm. because I'd eaten so much food. Mm. And at the time I was only 17. So I didn't know what, I didn't know what binge eating was. I didn't know what I was doing. So I was just kind of like, oh, like I can't, not I can't tell anyone, but like, this is really weird and I don't know why I'm eating to this extent. I remember you told me what you would eat during school <clears throat> and I was gobsmacked of what you thought was healthy. healthy I know. In quotation marks. How wild is that? Like, what? tell them what you would eat. So... <laughs> <laughs> we look back on it now and laugh, but we are oh sorry my... if anyone else has gone through this, but... If, yeah, if you're going through this, I'm so sorry. And, like, I really... If you are going through this, I think you should see someone mm. because I would eat okay so for breakfast I would have a large <laughs> iced coffee from Macca's um and that was breakfast and then I would maybe have like a bite of I remember this guy at school used to have like his mum would make brownies oh, yeah. I would have a <laughs> bite of it just one bite just one bite was it like a nibble or was it just like like a yeah like a bite of a corner that was it. That was it. And then I would have a Caesar salad from Woolies. You know those ones you can pre-buy? Yeah, yeah. Yep, one of those from Woolies. They slap, though. They do. They <laughs> slap hard. But that was my lunch. Oh, my God. And then I would finish school and then have... I don't know what they're called, but, like, those, like, frappe coffee drinks from Gloria Jeans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love them. I used yeah. to get the cookies and green one every time. I got the caramel one, mm. like, the caramel coffee one. One of those, and then I would go to gym, and then I would sometimes get a smoothie, sometimes, and then I'd have dinner. That was it. Wow. And would you find that you were, like, hungry when you go to bed? Or did you think, I don't, like, hunger was... Yeah, I think I just pushed it away, if that mm. makes sense. Like, I'd just ignore it, or yeah. not ignore it, but just be like, no, I'm not hungry. You know, when you tell yourself, like, no, you're not hungry, you're just bored, or you're just whatever. No, I was hungry. Yeah. I was fucking starving. Because <laughs> and in that, I would exercise in the morning before school, and then I would exercise for hours after school. How long was hours? Like, five hours a day. That's insane. So I would do, like, six to, like, seven in the morning. And then I would do after school from like 4.30 to 8 at night. Oh my God. Yeah, how wild is that? So like four and a half. And I'm guessing like now, when you look back at yourself then, you just go, what the hell? 
Oh, I feel so bad for her. Yeah. Like, I look back at photos of myself and I was like, oh, I feel so bad for you. Yeah. Like, I feel really bad for you. Yeah. But at the time, I remember some people making comments of like, do you not be hungry? Or like, people would be like, I don't think that's healthy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think what you're doing is. And my, in my mind, and this isn't right and this isn't correct. I was like, I'm committed to my health. And it's not my fault that you're not as committed as me. Like you were almost kind of... I was in a, such a denial that yeah. I was doing anything wrong. I thought I was... I was a fitness queen. I was health as well. <laughs> health as well. Surviving yeah. off like coffee and a Caesar salad all day. Oh my God. I, that's like not even my breakfast. That's not even your breakfast. That's not even my like, breakfast anymore. Like we're having a coffee right now. Oh, but... Could you imagine if that was it? I, I'm starving right now. I'm yeah, same. My oats. same. Like, holy crap. I know. That's wild. Whereas now, I could not imagine doing that. I'd be so hungry. Mm. No, like, miss, honestly, well done for overcoming that, because that's crazy. Oh, thank you. And the fact that you've, like, you know, come on the I've other f- side. I know, full 180. Yeah, you have. And, no, that's awesome. And, hey, thank you for opening up about this. It's okay. Because it's, it's hard to talk about it. And, like, it is. I know I've had clients over the week who literally fall into tears mid-conversation of this. Yeah. topic. Like, it is a very confronting thing to talk about. And it's more confronting when you're out of it. Well, it was for me anyway. And I know it's a confronting thing when you are going through it and you realize that something's wrong. But in that time, I was so, nothing's wrong. I'm doing everything right. I'm seeing results because I was. Mm. How do you not not see results when you're doing that? In saying that, that's not the way to get results, everyone. No, God, no. Um, But looking, when I got out of it and looked back on what I was doing, I was like, what was I doing? Yeah. Like, why did I do that? That was horrible. Mm. And how could you do that to yourself? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And then I just, now I look back on 17 year old me. I'm like, oh, I feel so bad for you. And how many calories are you on currently, miss? 2,200. We love that for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better. Yeah. I remember when I told you to up your calories to 2,000. That's and stressing. Something, you were so worried. Purely because you hadn't eaten that much before, but you were just like, Oh my god. Well, I think because when I started with you, I was, I still, and again, this is not good, I could still justify to myself what I did mm. when I was 17. And I, yeah, I, in my brain, I was like, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't good, but it wasn't that bad. And mm. I saw results. So, so it must have worked. So like, when you said we're going on 2,000 calories, that part of my brain was still like, <gasps> what do you mean? Like, yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. And it has worked. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. No, but I was very similar in school, though. I feel like it's almost normal. I think it's a... Unfortunately, and I yeah. hope it's changing. I'm not sure because oh. I'm not in high school. We're like five years out of school. Six years out, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> makes me feel old. Um, that's like a whole lifetime in high school. Yeah. The amount of time I've been in high school. Yeah. That's insane. Wild. Wow. Um, and yeah, I do think it's really common in high school or like, I feel like everyone in high school is trying to, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people are trying to be thinner or they're trying to be mm. X, Y, Z, whatever mm. it is. I definitely think social media was a massive part of it back then, especially oh, yeah. because I remember watching YouTube videos of people being like, this is what I'm having for lunch today. And it was nothing. Like, there was nothing on that plate, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I remember thinking, oh, well, if that's what they're doing, that's what I should be doing too. And also, I remember being friends with a certain person who was following those diets, following the fad diets. And because we became so close, I felt like I had to do the same almost. Yeah. I knew what she was doing was wrong. That That's the yeah. crazy thing. Though. Like I knew that what she was eating was not even fueling herself for a day of school, right? But in my head, I was like, well, if that's what she's doing. And, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, because a guy thinks she's attractive, I should do it. But, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Because I was like, oh, why don't I have a boyfriend? She has a guy attracted to her. So yeah. that must be the right thing to do. And That's like, the reason. Yeah, and I remember having this constant fight with myself thinking, like, no, that's not right. Oh, but... But boys like yeah. her. Yeah. How like, wild is that that we did that? Right, and you don't want to think that that's an actual thing, but it is. And it's sad to think that way. It's like, But oh. I think... It's because, like, we can look back on it now and be like, oh, like, that's not a thing. And you shouldn't mold yourself Mm. because, oh, a boy will think I'm attractive. Like, you shouldn't do that. But in high school, I feel like a lot of girls did that. Like, oh, I should should look like this because boys like this. You know, boys like big boobs or boys like big bums or they like skinny girls or whatever it is. Mm. X, Y, Z. Um... And yeah, I think we all did that in high school. Yeah. I think we were all like, oh, I want that boy to like me because exactly. I have a crush on him, so he should like me. And I remember over this time of being restricted with my food, mm. I would go home and eat, eat. everything because yeah. I was so hungry. And at this mm. point, I was so serious about netball. I was training every morning during school, every night, even afternoon sometimes. Like I remember Mondays were crazy. I'd be at training in the morning training during school hours, training after school and training at night as well. And that was just netball. Yet I would eat breakfast, a muesli bar, and maybe some fruit for afternoon tea or morning tea, whatever. My lunch was a salad, yeah, which was like, I was still eating quite a lot of food, Mm -hmm. but for my height and the activity that I was doing, 100% not enough. No. 100% nowhere near enough. And I remember being at home and thinking that eating a few grapes would be okay. Yeah, eating a few grapes will fill me up. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, no, it's just... I just don't understand how we thought that was okay. Like, we thought being hungry was... It was normal. normal. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, I think in... I think at that point, hunger was my normal. Mm. And I didn't recognise that it was hunger because... I felt hungry constantly. So it's not it's not different, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was never satisfied. Yeah, 100%. But then that obviously led to being so hungry for so long. And then your brain kicks in. And it's like, dude, we're starving. Like, we're yeah. running on empty here. So then your brain it's just like, we need to eat all of it. Yeah. And I remember getting home from school because I would be so hungry from my day. And I would just go into the cupboard and literally get like, this massive bowl. Like, no joke, this bowl is bigger than my head. Yeah. Like, it was huge. I would go into the pantry and the fridge Mm. and just put everything in this bowl. Mm. It would be more than full. And I would sit there for half an hour eating everything in this bowl. But at the time, I was like, I'm hungry. Like, I just need food. Which, fair enough, I hadn't eaten during the day. Yeah, so you're so hungry. Exactly. And, like, yeah, I don't know. I just look back at that and go, how did I think that was okay? How did I think that was normal? it's It's not healthy. No, it's not. But it's taken me to actually go through that 
become come a out the other side. You know, study nutrition, mm-hmm. go through a comp prep to actually look at everything and go, none of that's normal. No. Which is wild to me to think that all of that has taken to realize. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember when I first started with my dietitian at the time, Tom, who most of you guys should know, mm. um, I remember going to him for food, and I was on 1,200 calories at the time, because for those of you who haven't gone to F45 before, back in the day, F45 had a pretty bad name for the calorie amount that they were putting people on, right. which I think was like between 12 to 1,300 calories. Mm. At the time, everyone thought it was normal. No one said anything about it, right? And... Even as trainers, we were like, yep, that's normal. That's normal. Like, no one said anything different because it was the F45 challenge, etc. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like I'm bad-mouthing F45 because, like, I worked for them for so many years and I love F45. Yeah. But I remember so clearly that when they actually got slammed for it, you know, they changed everything and hats off to F45, you know. they For making that yeah, change. Yeah, they made yeah. the change they needed to. And, you know, F45 is the best it's ever been nutrition-wise now. Yeah. Um, but I remember going to my dietitian at the time and he was like, you're on what? And I was like, oh, like, I was just following the F45 meals because I have access to it. Like, may as well. It's healthy. Hmm. And he was like, no, you need to be in, like, 2,000 plus calories. Eventually got me up to 3,000 calories. And I remember eating all this food, thinking, oh, my God, this is too much. What am I doing? But then suddenly the urge to binge, the urge to eat all this unnecessary food was gone. All because Mm. I had listened to him, first of all, but actually started to fuel myself. And it's so interesting how as soon as you increase your food, that it's, it's gone. Dwind- well, yeah, like I found when I started with you, I think when I started, I was on 1800 calories mm-hmm. when I started with you, which yeah. was still to me sounded like a lot because I was on the same boat of, oh, 1200 calories is what you eat to lose weight. Yeah. Because that's for so long. I feel like what we were told, mm-hmm. um, eat less, lose more. Yeah. That's the mentality that we grew up with. Yeah. And so when you said, oh, 1,800 calories, I was like, oh, my God, that's a lot, that's so much food. What Which in my eyes, when I started working with you, was nothing in my eyes. Because going into my show, I was on 1,900. That was the lowest I got to, and I was starving. So yeah. when I told you 1,800, I was like, that's... Yeah, that's... You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Eat it. <laughs> and, but then, like you said, as I ate 1,800 calories and ate more, suddenly... Yeah, that need to binge was less. And I actually remember saying to Zach, we had ice cream or a chocolate or whatever. Mm. I think it was ice cream. And I just had, like, took some out in a bowl and just had that. And then I was like, oh, I feel fine. Like, I don't want any more. Whereas before, I would, if we had Ben and Jerry's, I would eat it all. Yeah. Because I wanted it and I needed it. Whereas after I started eating more, yeah, I had, like, two or, like, you know, a normal amount. And then I was like, oh, I'm done. And I remember saying to Zach, like, I woke up the next day. I was like, I didn't eat. I I didn't didn't eat the thing. And Zach was like, oh, no, you didn't. Like, he didn't, he never noticed. And he never really was like, no, whatever. But he was like, oh, yeah, you didn't. Why? And I was like, oh, I just didn't want it. Mm. Wild concept for me to figure out. (laughs) Crazy. Like, at the time when it happens, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is insane. It was such a big revelation. It is. (laughs) But I also think, like, obviously eating more is not going to be the answer. So, like, no. look, if you are suffering with binge eating, look, maybe, look at the amount of food that you're eating. Because, yeah. potentially, 
it could be the reason. And most of the time with my clients, whenever this is a thing, mm. as soon as I increase the calories, normally We're they good. are okay. Obviously, yeah. there's a rare occasion that that's not the issue and that's okay as well. But 100% if you feel like you are being restricted with your food or eating no calories at all or probably too low for your body type, you know, I would definitely look at, okay, what should I be eating? Yeah. And there's many ways to find out how much food you should be eating. You just go onto Google, look up BMR calculator, and that tells you yeah. how much food you should be eating. Not the BMR, by the way. The BMR is not the food that you should be eating. That's for you to, like, think of it like this. It's for you to lay there and do nothing in the day. Yeah. So, what is it? Oh, far out. I'm a PT. I don't know what the word is. <laughs> Base metabolic rate? I think that's it. I think that's it. Metabolic rate. I think B is base. Yeah. Oh, I should know this. I normally know this, but right now I just kind of <laughs> It's just going out of your brain. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Um, but yeah, so your BMR is just for you to lay there and do nothing in the day. You should not be eating anything less than that. If you're eating less than your BMR, you need to eat more. <laughs> yeah. Because then I think it's like add 500 calories to be in a deficit. Add another 500 calories to be in a maintenance. Add another 500 calories to be in a surplus. That's a very rough estimate, by the way. Everyone's going to be different. Don't follow that. <laughs> yeah, don't follow that to a T, but, you know, everyone is different with their body type. Like, for example, my BMR says that it's 1,300, I think, mm-hmm. because I do have such a fast metabolism. And so when I started with my coach, he put me on 2,000 calories because scientifically the number was to increase muscle mass, yeah. 2,000. I remember being on 2,000 for a week and I was starving. Mm-hmm. My stomach was grumbling. Like, and I came back to him and I was like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Please give me food. Meanwhile, you know, I was playing netball training and I was an F45 trainer at the time. So I was doing a lot at yeah. the time. And yeah, my calories got up to as high as 4,100, which was yeah. just insane. So sometimes just, you know, take it with a grain of salt, the BMR mm-hmm. sometimes might not be 100%. But in saying that, never eat less because that's always going to be correct as in, you know, don't go under that always go above that but if you are looking into food i would 100 percent recommend you reaching out to a nutritionist or a dietitian or someone who does specialize in that area don't just do it yourself because it's not a do-it-yourself project it's a actually understand get the knowledge from someone who is professional in that area and then move from there and i think that's with binge eating and things like that and under eating reach out to a professional Mm. and whether, and sometimes with binge eating and things like that, you will need to see a therapist and, and need someone to work through those, those thoughts and all of those feelings with you. But then, like you said, a dietitian or a nutritionist, um, or somebody like that. And it's, and it's okay to need a professional to help you. It's okay to not do it on your own because, sometimes doing it on your own is your downfall which is hard which is which is sad and it's a hard thing to admit like I can't do this on my own but that's why I came to you because Mm. I had goals I wanted to achieve and I couldn't do it on my own and that's okay we all need help yeah I think that's the most important thing like far out I'm a PT myself yet I have a PT yeah like and then your PT has a PT exactly like all of us need help no one is an expert in the area (laughs) like and I think that's very important to remember too is like yes you could have learned xyz in your PE class back in year 12 I could not give a shit right because (laughs) 
you know, that was so long ago. Oh, it could have been this year. Who knows? But you still need the help and the guidance yeah. because you can never stop learning. You, there is always There's always things. something new to learn. Yeah. And yeah. like, yes, I'm a successful PT. Sorry if that is a bit of like a flex, but I am. I like to say I am, right? Yeah. But I'm still learning. I'm still studying. Farah, I'm studying my nutrition cert right now because I want to learn more. Exactly. You know, my coach knows that I'm still learning of, you know, being a PT and stuff. And he always opens my eyes to so many things. Yeah. You know, you can never stop learning. So if you think that you have learned everything there is to learn from a YouTube video or from your year 12 PE class, think again. And I know that might be a bit harsh to some people, but you can never stop learning in this industry yep. or even just as an interest. Yeah. You can never, ever stop learning. It's just always filled with new things. So, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think always if you, if you have the means to do it, seek a professional. And again, whether that's a nutritionist, a dietitian, a therapist, a PT, seek mm. some professional help because you don't have to do it on your own and you can go and get help. And I think also when you're going through emotional eating or binge eating, it is important to reach out to your friends. 100%. Yeah. Always reach out to your friends and tell them like, oh, I'm, I'm not, maybe you're just not feeling too crash hot today. Yeah. We've all had those days. We all wake up and feel a bit, Neh. Yeah. And yeah, it's important on those days to reach out to your friends and just be like, hey man, I'm not feeling good today. Just want to chat. But also there's nothing to be embarrassed of. Like I feel like People think, oh, I've eaten like a pig today, you know. Yeah. I can't tell these people because that makes me look bad. That makes me look disgusting. Like, no, you're not an animal. No. You're a human being that has feelings. human emotions, human feelings. It's totally fine to, you know, have those slip-ups. It's yeah. human. All of us, I don't think I've met one person that hasn't had a moment like binge eating or emotional eating. Like, I feel like it's a very common thing. Yeah. And like obviously it's not common for it to happen all the time, but we've all been there. Yeah, 100%. So don't feel like you can't open up to your friends or your partner or your family or whatever. You know, I'm sure they've been through something similar or the same. The same. Um like Jordan was my go-to during that time. I remember yeah. when I had those urges of binge eating and when I was, you know, trying to catch myself on it, I would just sit with him. Yeah. I wouldn't even say anything. Because he knew that I didn't want to really talk about it. I would just cry. And yeah. I would just sit with him. And, and sometimes that's all you need. Exactly. And sometimes he wouldn't even know that that was what was going on. But he didn't need to know. He just knew that I was upset. And yeah. he just knew that, you know, post-comp blues is a thing. I was struggling with it. And sometimes just taking my mind off it was all he needed to do. Taking yeah. me for a walk. Taking me to get a coffee. You know, going to the beach. Anything. Yeah. It, Good job, Giordano. We love Giordano. <laughs> He's probably listening to this being like, I did that. <laughs> Yesterday. Yes, you did. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's sometimes all you need. Mm. You don't need the advice. And I think that's also important when if your friend comes to you with a binge eating issue or um, emotional eating or something like that, sometimes they don't want advice. Mm. They don't want the advice. They don't want you should do blah, blah, blah. Because sometimes they know. They, they know. know what to do. Yep. It's just their... It's just, I just want, I just want you to tell me it's all good. Just and then, comfort. yeah, I just want comfort. And then, oh, why don't we go, we'll go do something, dude. Like yeah. we'll go to the beach or yeah. we'll go get a coffee, whatever. Exactly. But yeah, you don't always have to give the advice either. But I think also, because I, I feel like a lot of people are listening to this being like, 
okay, well, how do I stop binge eating? Firstly, we are not experts in this area, so please no. do not take what we're saying like, as gospel. Yeah, 100%. Like, go speak to someone. But I know for me, when I was catching myself on it, I would actually just remind myself that the food was going to be there. Yeah. Because my issue was is that I was scared. As I said before, I was scared that it was going to be going away, which is so silly. Like, it's yeah. going to be in my fridge. It's It'll still, still be there. there. Either me or Jordan was going to eat it, right? Yeah. Um, so that was one thing. I would always remind myself that it was still going to be there the next day. I did not have to eat it in one sitting. Or yep. if it wasn't in the next day because Jordan ate it, I could easily go to the shop and get it. Buy some more. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was wild to me at the time because I had been restricted for so long. Yeah. And then another thing that I did was keeping myself busy. Whenever yeah. I felt the urge, for example, I'd sit with Jordan and we'd go do whatever. Yeah. Or I would call you and be like, what do you want to do? Or yeah. Like, we went to the beach and did that booty camp. That was awesome for me because I was not in the house. Yeah. Like, it kept my mind occupied. Yeah. Or I'd, I don't know, I'd do anything. Yeah, I think keeping your mind off of it and keeping your mind off the f- food, and this sounds silly, but keeping your mind off the food mm. is helpful. Exactly, yeah. As we said, what we're saying right now is not gospel so obviously seek advice I, mm-hmm. I can't stress that enough like yeah and I think I think it comes back to people trying to it's the trying to do it yourself mm-hmm. if you're really really struggling with it like you said we're not professionals in this aspect get professional help and you don't have to do it on your own you don't have to watch all the YouTube videos and watch whatever all the Instagram things and try and do it yourself. Yeah. This is literally just working Advice. For me yeah. in that short time. As I said, I only struggled with it for a couple of days. I did yeah. not dive deep into it because I caught myself. Yeah. But those are just some things that I put in place to catch myself on it before it got bad. Yeah. Um, but emotional eating. <laughs> I feel like emotional eating and binge eating are very different. Yeah. In the sense that emotional eating is caused by, oh, I've had a bad day. I deserve this whole block of chocolate. Yep. And then you get to the end of the block of chocolate and you're like, why did I do that to myself? And you feel Yeah, now I feel sick. Exactly. I know for me, that's exactly my mindset. I would be like, I've had a shit day. Yeah. I deserve this tub of ice cream. I deserve this tub of peanut butter. Yeah. Like my mum and I, bless my mum. I love my mum. We love you, (laughs) friend. (laughs) We actually would, I can't remember what movie it was. I feel like it's Grease, but I think I'm wrong. But there's a movie out there that she goes through a breakup and the mum or someone, a motherly type figure, comes in with a jar of peanut butter. And they just sit there on the bed and eat the tub of peanut butter. I love that. And after watching that with mum, I don't know why, but it kind of like sunk in, like, that's what I had to do with my mum. And we thought it was cool. Like, literally, if a guy broke my heart, I would just walk out to the fridge, grab my peanut butter, show her the tub, and be like, I'm going to go cry now. And then she would probably be into my bedroom. (laughs) I love that. That's amazing. But looking back at that, it's Don't do that. not <laughs> ideal. <laughs> Don't eat the tummy it's like that. going against everything we're literally talking about right now. But yeah, I feel like it's very common to be like, I deserve this because I'm sad. Yeah, no. Mm. I think if you're sad or you had a shitty day or something like that, you're better off for yourself to turn to, again, talking to your friends, talking to your partner, talking to your mum and dad, talking to someone Mm. about, I had a shitty day. Mm. (laughs) It sucked because of 
these were. And maybe when you look back at it the next day, you'll be like, oh, actually, it wasn't that bad. Mm. Such and such at work wasn't that bad. Or spilling my coffee all over myself in the big scheme of things wasn't that bad. I don't know. I'm just coming up with things. And you can look back at it the next day and be like, oh, it was fine. And after I spoke to so-and-so, I felt so much better. Whereas I know when I've had a bad day and then you eat the whole block of chocolate and then you wake up the next day and you're like, okay, one, yesterday really wasn't that bad. Two, we're lactose intolerant. So Two, we're like, lactose intolerant. <laughs> so now I'm suffering. And three, now I feel awful. One, because I'm lactose intolerant and just ate a whole block of chocolate. <laughs> and two, because I ate the whole block of chocolate yeah. and now I feel awful. You will feel worse for it after. Oh, yeah. When you do it. But I feel like emotional eating, there, there is so much more that you could do with your emotions. As you said, go talk to someone. Mm. Or, like, my go-to is going to get a massage. When I'm You sad, love going to get a massage. And I don't, I think I know where it came from, but I'm also like, or have I like created it myself? Because back in prep, I remember week five, five weeks out, it is the shittest week of mm. prep. I don't care what anyone else says. Five weeks out, you are dead to the world, right? And I remember this so vividly. I was walking around a certain shopping center and my back was in agony because I had to do the stairs every day. Yeah. And so obviously they put pressure in your lower, lower back from the glutes, hamstrings. They're all tight, right? Yeah. Anyway, and I was on the front of my coach and I was just bawling my eyes out because I was like, this is so hard. I don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, Sam, it's just the sodium talking because he played my sodium levels. Right. Got rid of fruit. Oh my God. Do not get rid of fruit from your diet. It is the most depressing thing. <laughs> like you don't think it's going to affect you. No. But he got rid of fruit for, I think, three days. And I was a, I was a wreck. I was a mental wreck. I actually remember Jordan telling us, he's like, she's lost fruit and she's not. And you don't think she's it's not being well. that bad. Like, I remember when he said it, he was like, oh, we're going to take away fruit. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And he was like, no, Sam, we're taking away fruit. All of it. Like, it's it's going to be really bad this week. And I was like, huh, whatever. It's just fruit. I got this. I'm going to be fine. I was not fine. I was a wreck. I remember being at F45 on my break and I filmed myself crying to you. Oh my god, you did. I, did! I got that video. Yeah, and I have it on my phone still. And I was so upset. I remember saying in the video, like, he's taking away fruit. I'm so cold. I'm so upset. Yeah. I don't know what to do. And yeah, I was like a mental wreck. But anyways, that was a massive tangent. I was so upset. And my coach was like, go get a massage. Yeah. And suddenly, felt like a million bucks. I was still dying on the inside from my no fruit. But... I felt incredible. Yeah. Because I did something for me. I got the endorphins flowing. I made myself happy. And as cliche as it is, I think it's that when you do have a bad day, doing something for yourself, and this is such a cliche, doing something for yourself is the best thing. It is. Having a you day. Yep. Is the greatest thing in this world. Go and have a bath. Oh. Face mask. Oh. Just, just relax. Hair done. Nails done. Oh, everything. Or, and sometimes if you have a bad day and you're a bit cranky, go to the gym. It's always a good one. Yes. I remember (laughs) one Saturday, Zach and I had an argument before we were going to the gym. Yeah. I have never felt better than after that gym session. (laughs) I've never, I probably looked so angry. Everyone walking in was probably like, what is this girl doing? (laughs) And, but felt better afterwards. Mm. And I wasn't angry at him anymore. I love that for you. Thank you. But 
the moral of this story is there are other ways to yeah you know focus your energy yeah or you know yeah use your emotions use yeah your emotions you guys get expel what your emotions yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah anyways <laughs> do something for you 100 percent. and like as cliche as that sounds it is the best thing and also it's not so much about being kind to yourself it's about getting that dopamine hit that's what it yeah. is really about because if you're upset if you're angry depressed anxious wreck whatever it might be and you're turning to food you're turning to food for your dopamine hit oh yeah that is literally what you're doing and because yeah. you think it's going to make you feel better afterwards yeah and honestly i know i keep bringing up comprep but the massage and everything i would do for myself was my biggest turning point of mm-hmm. not turning to food when i was upset or sore or whatever it was yeah. so i was turning to massages nails <laughs> they've been so good this entire time they've been so patient i think that was ollie i think ollie was cracking the tnt at the door but anyways i hope you can't hear that but you probably can <laughs> neither of us farted that was our that, dogs, that was the dogs. <laughs> i don't want to dive too much into emotional eating because once again you know we're not experts in this area no but in our experiences focusing on yourself and getting that dopamine hit by getting a massage whatever it might be that makes you physically feel good yeah is just not just as good but it's just as equal as turning to food for your emotions yeah um but yeah that's what i have to say on that topic same yeah i think we've covered it off i feel like we can't talk about anything more though with that because we're not experts in no. the area like we've had to be very careful in this episode about like, yeah what we can say what and we what can't say, say. Yeah. Like, I reckon when we go back on this episode listening to it, we're going to be like, oh, cut that out, cut that out. Yeah. Because it is such a touchy subject. And, yeah, I think we can't stress enough. We aren't experts. Mm. We This is advice is probably a good one. This is just advice. And, again, seek professional help if you need to. There is nothing wrong with seeking professional help. And I think a lot of people think there is. There isn't. There's nothing wrong with seeing a professional. And no one's going to judge you for it. No. Whenever someone says to me, oh, I go see a therapist, I'm like, fuck yeah, you do. Dabs, man. Good awesome. for you. I like, love that for you. I know. And I think, I don't know, I still think there's a few people in this world that are like, oh, that probably think I should see a therapist, but they don't want to because I don't know what my, my friends will think. Dude, if anything, I can guarantee your friends would probably applaud you. And if your friends don't, no offense, get new friends. Catch you later. Catch you later. <laughs> Flick them out of your life. Throw them in the bed. Drop my Catch you later. <laughs> But yeah, if you do need, if you are really struggling and you think, oh, I think I need to see a professional, do it. Mm. Props to you, man, for going and doing it and claps for you. We do hope, though, that this episode has opened someone's eyes out yeah. there to maybe what they're doing to themselves probably isn't the right idea. Or maybe, you know, you are being restrictive and that is yeah. hence why certain habits have formed. But as Zara said, do not stress about getting help if this is you, okay? Mm. I really hope this hasn't triggered anyone and we are so sorry if it has. But yeah. also, on that note, if this has triggered you, maybe you do need to go get help. Yeah, you know? and you do need to speak to some, speak to a therapist and, and work through those with the therapist. 100%. And again, nothing wrong with doing that. Nothing wrong. We, we, we applaud you for doing that. <laughs> like that TikTok. Like that TikTok. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Or that, you know, that other TikTok sound where it's that dad being like, you're doing amazing. (laughs) That one. Yes. Love that for us. 
Um, anyways, I think we'll wrap up this first episode here. Yes. Oh my god. How exciting. We finished the first episode. That was fantastic. That was like real and raw. That was. That was real. I think that was a good starting point. I love you being on the podcast. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but we hope everyone has enjoyed this first episode with Miss Sarah. Um, there's going to be many more episodes to come. Um, but we've actually got to go because I have check-ins and you have work to do, miss. I do. Yes. It's a Wicks Fit day today. We've actually got our first birthday happening this afternoon. So it's currently 7.58 AM on a Friday morning. I got here at six. We have been trying to set up the mic for an hour. We finally got it working. With, with just one, we have yeah. two, but we got one working. So we do apologize if the audio is a little bit Hey, go on. But, um, look, so far. So good. so good. We've got it recorded. Hopefully it doesn't delete on us, but we should be fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. So please do hang in there. If the audio is a bit off, we do apologize. We are trying to work it out. But anyways, hope you guys have a fantastic day whenever you're listening to this. But if you ever want to reach out to either of us, um, my Instagram is underscore Samantha Wicks. What is oh, your Instagram, miss? What is my Instagram? I think it's Zaba14. I think that's it. Yeah. Created it in high school. Love, love that, that for me. We love that for you, miss. But yeah. <laughs> or you can reach out to our Project Upgrade Instagram yes. as well. Or you can come join the Wixfit squad. because Amazing. And then you can talk to both of us. <laughs> exactly. You get to talk to both of us. Best of both worlds. Every day. Boop, boop. Live in stereo. And on your computer. Laptop. All of the things. Everything. <laughs> Emails from Zara. If you get an email from Zara, you're in trouble. <laughs> Not, hey, I've sent... No, you send nice emails as well. I was going to well. say, I send nice emails as well. We just had a joke the other day where it was like, oh, I haven't spoken to this person before. They must be good. <laughs> <laughs> they must be behaving. Yes. <laughs> No, for everyone that I've emailed, you're doing great as well. Yes. You're not in trouble. No, never. <laughs> we love you all. We, we love, love all our We love everyone. Yes, they're beautiful souls. Yes. Anyways... We'll talk to you guys soon. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, miss. Goodbye, miss. (laughs)